Hello and welcome to Two Guys in a Podcast with Ben and Colin. I'm Ben. And I'm Colin. Let's get this show on the road. Okay, so we are back and uh, I have just been informed not to get too excited. Uh, <laughs> because if I apparently get excited, things go awry from a technical standpoint. Ben, oh man, you just get too jumpy. I'm a, I'm a passionate guy. What can I say? Speaking of, man. speaking of passion, oh good, yes. Um, I have gotten quite the feedback. Yes, uh, for two things. One, your emails. Yeah. Oh, heard, did did Clint get back to you about his reply? Yes, he did. Dude, I was, I was hoping. I put a, I put a winky face so he knew I was kidding. Okay, well, did he, he wrote me back a message said, "Fire, Colin." Oh and, no, I was just trying to be funny. I was really he, just trying to be funny. To me, it sounded like you were like a hotel. Like, no, I was trying to be. That was the whole oh, point. Yeah, okay. that's why I put the winky face. He okay. didn't pick up on the email. Okay, no, he didn't. He was. He, he said, "Fire, Colin." Sarcasm. Sarcasm. So, and that spawns from my most important thing here, oh, and of course, your people are going to agree with you. I'm sure, but you are getting absolutely destroyed on the Disney episode. People hate your picks. I mean, like, hate them. <laughs> they, they, they are like... <laughs> uh, uh. I mean, everybody I've talked to, they're like, man, you tell Colin when you see him, his picks stink. And I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, okay, so who... Who, I mean, I'm not like. Are you not gonna put it, throw anybody on oh, the I bus? I can name a bunch of people. Corey York said it at work. Uh, I mean, I'm, Daniel Evans, one of our number one. Fans. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Daniel and Corey. That my favorite movie is not Aristocats. <laughs> <laughs> Let me here. I'm sorry. Okay, real, real quick. Top five Disney revisit. My top movie ever is Aristocats. Number two. All right, you're right. My number two favorite yeah, Disney movie. Uh, I mean, it has to be Fox and the Hounds. I'm sure that's a winner. Actually, I don't think I got that many compliments about mine. <laughs> number but, three, oh, I mean, it has to be Snow White and the Seven Drawers. Number four, Cinderella. And number five, I mean, the incomparable Sleeping Beauty. There, are you gentlemen happy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not really mad. But, well, but no, I mean, I do, that's I do the value. Unique, that's the funny thing about the show, and that's what sparks conversation amongst us. That I don't like to burn, overburn the conversation that you and I have, and then they go and listen to the same thing I just told them. Sure. So I try to keep as much away as I can, <laughs> but like it's just funny that I, I I truly thought that no one would give a crap as far as adult men would give a crap about the Disney episode. I thought it's probably but, more interesting than you think. But it's I know, and that's what's so funny is that like, <laughs> like most people are pretty honest with me, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, I don't know, it got kind of boring, or it was a little nerdy, or whatever." Sure. And I I take that. I mean, it's fine. I, it's honest feedback. Have and, you heard and, that? Well, like my sister, who loves me dearly, I get it, and I love her too. But she, when we were talking about, what were we talking about? I can't remember what she it was. She said we were getting into Star Wars or something. Yeah, I think it was the Star Wars thing, and she just totally was like, I mean, I listened to it because, you know, it's you're my brother. but I support you, bro. And she's like, but it was pretty nerdy. Yeah. And then I overheard her tell my, my wife that uh, she was like, some of the things I just can't relate with, like because she's not a huge movie, film, TV buff. I mean, she's not. Uh, well, Fri Friends is her favorite TV show of all time, and it's a lot mom, of people. I got a lot of feedback too. Why didn't you say Friends? My or mom and my sister Golden both Girls were was like, another one that a lot. Of oh, people. and that Chandler said he's like, I'm a little upset you didn't mention Golden Girls, <laughs> but. I've not heard anybody dog you like they have on the Disney episode. <laughs> well, and I stand by it. I uh, I, I'm I not think going Clint to... was mostly upset the fact that you said you didn't like Upside or Inside Out. Inside Out, Oof. which Clint probably 
doesn't even know Ooh. that I haven't even seen that movie. So <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. It's just that. But uh, Adam, my buddy Adam, was destroyed that you don't like Up. He's like, who doesn't like Up? Oh, you know what? I totally, I got, I, you know what? This is going to redeem me, okay? My absolute favorite movie, Disney movie of all time. You ready for this? Turning Red. There you go, guys. The movie about little girl <laughs> oh, coming of age and uh, a lot of tampons. I think you just jokes. dug yourself deeper. No, that is, I'm telling you guys, forget Toy Story 3, forget Fox and the Hound. Turning Red is where it's at. I don't think anybody had a problem with Toy Story 3. It was the fact that you had Coco and you had Princess and the Frog and there was another. Oh, people walked all over Emperor's <laughs> New Groove. That was an honorable mention. Yeah, it was an honorable mention. But, but they what were about like, it? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> You're starting to sound a little bit like Jerry and George. It's just hilarious. Well, I'm just, I'm just giving you. you Colin's want... getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wanted honest feedback. No, and I, and I, and like and, I said, and I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate and you, it. And at um, least they're still listening. You absolutely. Know? And, you know, and, so. and that's, and again, that's what I was going to say. That's one thing that is so much fun, um, especially for me. And I mean, and I know for you too, is getting all the, uh, all the feedback from our, from our viewers or listeners or whatever you want to call them, and and you know and, and getting it, and that's the thing. I do wish that more people would get back to us because it is a really fun conversation to have of you know why I might have been wrong on this or why Ben might have been wrong on that or whatever, and you know and, and it's it's just fun and and we can sit here and talk about people's feedback. Well, see, that's and, what I you know and that's fun too. So yeah, please add to the show. That's what I was gonna say. Is I think we're yeah. we're missing the. Uh, technological feedback because of the fact that I run into the people every single day right. that, that are giving me feedback verbally. Gotcha. And uh, I think you're doing the same with your family and friends. Also. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah uh, we talk about so, stuff like that all the time. And, 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 and for that reason, we're missing the written out uh, emails or Facebook comments or whatever, but it's still fun. I mean, it's so it's it sounds really corny and nerdy, but it's so it's it's really fun to hear what people yeah. think of just two dudes just sitting here shooting the crap. Yeah, talking. which is really why I'm just I'm begging people to to you know get on our Facebook comments and all that stuff all the time because I like you said, even if everybody hates me, <laughs> uh, I love hearing hearing not, the feedback it, it, and I, notes and, and all that stuff. And and again, I like hearing why I'm wrong and I and I I uh, invite the opportunity to defend my my choices. The Absolutely. very interesting thing about it is is these these buddies of mine, these coworkers of mine who I've, because of the shift we work, I see them more than my own family. And I think what's so interesting is they don't know you, but through this, they are learning to know you and know what horrible taste you have <laughs> in, in film and TV. Uh, sure. No, but it, it's just funny. that, that uh, No one is saying that they don't like you. That, that you. I know you're joking anyway, but nobody's saying they don't like you. They're just like, man, you tell Colin his picks suck well and, and, and i was i was a little extra snarky to um just to go back to clint i don't mean to keep going back to clint well you knew you knew clint from yeah previous. i knew him i know him. so that's why i was a little extra snarky with that um but and that's also why please well, i hope he doesn't hold it against me but. well the funny thing let me i'll share the email that clint sent because he sent it to me did he show you the reply yeah, yes did you and like so, did so, you like it did so, you understand my so, tone Actually, I didn't. Aww. I thought you were just being Aww. polite, Colin. No, no, uh, it was too I, short for me to be polite, Colin. I was well, to the be... reason I say that is because you sent three guys the same exact email. Oh, well, yeah, that was that was just me being polite, Colin. And, and uh, I thought that was just very generic of you. I really thought for for the feedback that you wanted, I I, I, I mean, you surprised me. It was a very well thought out email. <laughs> but the I first thought, time I, I typed it. 
Well, but I'm just saying I thought maybe you would change it up per email, no, but you didn't. No, and no. it was so funny because I literally saw their faces as he was reading it out loud. And then Patrick goes, that's exactly what mine says. And you can see the disappointment of like they thought they were doing like uh, you a great honor. I thought out Clint's uh, reply pretty good. Okay, so Clint sent me this message and he said, uh, I emailed the show and this is the response I got. He said, I used to like this show. Then Colin said he doesn't like Inside Out. I'm done with it now. and That was the email I got. Which is funny because Clint is very sarcastic. And, yes. And, uh, and hates me. You can say I, it. He doesn't like me. It's okay. You, do you think that really? No, I, I don't. No, I don't, think, I don't think that's true at all. I hope not. But anyway, he said, and then you write back, and it feels like I'm reading an Expedia review. Yes. He says, we appreciate your feedback. As always, thanks for listening. Smile, wink, winky, the winky face. face so he knew I was kidding, but it went over his head. So I went over my head too. I'm sorry. I, I really, I was like, man, I thought you were just being extremely polite. Well, listen, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> if we talked about this on the previous time we recorded this episode, or if it, it was on sitcoms. But um, I'm kind of a highbrow humor guy, man. Maybe you guys are just kind of down there with the <laughs> fart jokes. <laughs> Well, that's it, a joke, obviously. Cause, I think it cause started too, though. Like the 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 evolution of Colin uh, started with the whole naive government stuff, and then like oh, well, you know, yeah, like yeah. It, people really started to understand you. Better. I'm an onion, man. What can I say, dude? Right, I, I got but, layers. I got layers. Yeah, and I mean, I I think sometimes I surprise people with my opinion or the way I go, but a lot of pl- a lot of times I'm playing devil's advocate most of the time, yeah. and. And I enjoy that because I learn a lot of stuff from those conversations, whether I stand on one side or the other. I just I like to pick people's brains, and a lot of times that comes across as being a sort of a turd, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, which is not meant that way, right. but it, but I get it's perceived that way sometimes. But uh, yeah, you're you're just you're being looked at as like, and I've already told you through your picks, I thought I'm like, man, if it's not before your time, or if it is before your time, you just you're not going to give it as much look. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and, and I mean that's true. Yeah, I agree with but that. But how do you feel about films like Godfather and stuff? Oh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Godfather films. Okay, but that's that's before both of our time. Yeah, but yeah. but but I so mean, there there are one of my favorite musicals of all time was uh, like I said uh, a couple episodes ago, Singing in the Rain. Okay, you know, and um, and that that again, that's before our time. I mean, heck, my top sitcom of all time was Andy Griffith Show. That was way before my time. That's true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So no. I mean, I, I'm not, yeah, I guess you are breaking the mold there with the. Exceptions. I'm not just strictly a modern TV slash movie guy, but I mean, I mean, I, and I think I think that it kind of, uh, I think it's a fair shake for me to just like stuff that you know I, I grew up during my heyday, you know, that I grew up watching with. You know what I'm saying? Now like, I saw something really interesting, and I think you were the one that told me that you liked it. Thor, which one? God of Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch it? No. Oh, okay. But I did see a TikTok today or yesterday, and I had to share it with my buddy Patrick at work because he said, if you have anybody that told you that Thor Love God of Thunder, whatever it's called, is good, then guess what? Congratulations. You don't ever have to ask their opinion on a movie again Aww. because it sucks. No, and, see. And, I mean, he just bashes it to death, and I, I don't know that I'm not going to feel that way, too. I uh, I heard they make a mockery of Thor, like uh, Thor, the character Thor. I he said the only thing good about the movie is Christian Bale. I'm a big fan of Taika Waititi, so there's a little bit of a bias there. I think again, see, 
little bit of a bias. So I, I'm, I'm very loyal to certain um, directors and actors and stuff. What movie has let you down, though? You mean like, like Marvel wise or just Well like what is a movie that you like walked into it and then you walked out going, Phew, that just wasn't good. I mean because <laughs> you do have a positive look outlook the, on most the, the most glaring example I can think of, of a of a beloved franchise for me would be I mean it'd have to be episode eight, Last Jedi. Okay. Just because I mean it was just <sighs> Let's go let's go outside of Star Wars though. I mean See, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think. I can't really think of anything just off the top of my head that I was just like, ugh. I feel like you... you and again, I see the positive in a lot of stuff. I'm a silver lining guy. We've no, discussed no, that. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to explain you further. Why are you attacking me? <laughs> I told you Thank you all for joining the last episode of uh, Two Guys in a Podcast. From <laughs> now Johan, on, Johan will be, be the co-host next week. Well, I was going to say, from now on, it's just going to be uh, one guy in a podcast with Colin... <laughs> Yeah, it'll so, be a much more enjoyable show. Uh, folks, I promise. Oh Lord! But <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, no, I told you it was gonna. I was gonna hit you hard from the get go. No, I appreciate but, it. You know, I, I, again, again, <laughs> I, I I invite the challenge. So well, so but, Clint, um, Corey, Corey, uh, Pugsley, pa- Patrick, whatever, all the other Chandler, all the, Chandler and Mandler, and all the other Andlers. Um, <laughs> bring it on, man. Bring it on. I, uh, I, I do enjoy. I do, and I do. Like I said, I enjoy the challenge. I welcome I welcome other opinions. I, yeah. I dig it, man, and, well, and it's cool. I, I like it. Um, get ready to get attacked again because we're going to do top five comedies. Oh, before we get into that, though. Oh, before we get you're into jumping, it. You're jumping ahead to the oh. plot of this episode. Oh, sorry. My bad. No, it's, it's, it's like we're here for a reason or something. <laughs> um, no, this past weekend, which is my Oh, bait. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, talk about, you about your uh, let's talk about your St. Louis trip. Yeah, you yeah had I had there. a big had a big trip to St. Louis, just me and the wife. Um, on Saturday, um, St. Louis and Chicago Cubs. This is going to debate. This is going to de- or uh, this is going to date this episode a little bit, I think, from when it comes out and all well, that. Well, only, it's only going to be a week a from week now. Late, yeah, but anyway, so we had tickets to go to the Saturday and Sunday games, Cardinals versus Cubs um, in St. Louis. Um, and then, so what we were going to do is the Saturday game was a night game. We were going to meet up with my sister and her fiance for drinks afterward, and then go to brunch within the next. They morning. didn't go to the game. No, they didn't go to the first game. And then they were gonna we we're gonna meet up for brunch on Sunday, and then go to the early game on Sunday. And then me and April we're gonna go to Marion to uh, Nitro Circus. Are you familiar with that at all? Yeah, it's a motorcycle stunt show. It. Yeah, the stunt show. And we were gonna meet them in Marion on the way back. So you know, we we kind of were planning on how far is that. From St. Louis, uh, about an hour and a half ish. So like, like Nashville from Paducah. Yeah, basically. So we kind of we were expecting to have to leave the game a little early because we had to be in Marion by seven, and um, well, there was an hour and a half rain delay for the game on Sunday, and thankfully we got to watch the game and uh, most of it, <laughs> and and. Um, well, then it was time to leave. So, you know, we got up, I don't know, this is right after the seventh inning. And um, and anybody that has watched any of baseball news in the past couple of weeks knows where I'm going with this. We left after the bottom of the seventh and, you know, said our goodbyes and everything. And we're walking out to the car. We're pulling out of the parking garage, which is across the street from the stadium. And everybody kind of starts – we can hear them cheering from inside our car, you know. And April said, something's going on. And I said, oh, well, I said, I bet Pujols is batting. I'll bet Albert Pujols is batting. And because, you know, we're driving by, everybody's cheering. You can see the people on the top deck standing up. So everybody in the stadium standing. I said, I guarantee to you he's batting. And so we uh, navigated out of the city. This is just about five minutes later. 
and um, <laughs> we're going across the bridge back to Illinois, and and uh, my wife has the uh, has the game on the phone, you know, the the coverage, and uh, the next thing I hear is uh, sure enough, Pujols is batting. Of course, the next thing I hear is the commentator saying, "Oh, he hit that a ton. It's going, it's going, it's gone. Six ninety five. He hit number six ninety five. And I'll tell you something, Ben. I have never cussed in front of my wife more than at that very moment. I was livid. We missed. We missed Albert Pujols hit number six hundred ninety five career home run by ten minutes. And you know how early we were for Nitro Circus? Thirty, at least thirty. So, yeah. So I mean, the good news is we got out of out of uh, traffic. We didn't have any traffic to contend with. But bad news is, of course, we missed history in the making by about 10 minutes. Yeah, that happened to me one time. Uh, we used to be, or I used to be a big bandwagon Colts fan with Peyton Manning was the quarterback. And uh, uh, we were at a Patriots game, and the Patriots and the Colts always had really close games with Tom Brady and, sure. and uh, Peyton Manning going toe-to-toe as quarterbacks. And um, it was like fourth quarter, Patriots had the ball. It was – coming down to the nitty-gritty, man, like it was good. This was it. And I think the – I can't remember exactly the plays that went down. But anyway, I was like, that's it. Let's, let's – you know, and I was saying some choice words also. <laughs> and uh, we were in the elevator leaving the game, and we found out as we're in the elevator that the Patriots went for it on fourth down and didn't get it. And then the Colts drove down and won the game. Oh, and man. so like, And why was, did you leave early? Because you just thought it was over. I thought it was over. And oh, I that man. is so unlike me. Yeah. It is so unlike me because I ne- I don't leave a concert until the light ha- the house lights come up sure. and they start playing the background music again. Like You, you don't want to miss it, an encore. You know it's time to go. Right. And it amazes me at a concert when I look around and, like, let's say you're at a – I don't know. You're at a Tom Petty concert, which obviously that can't happen anymore, but he plays free fall and everybody's like, well, let's go. That's it. You know, like, <laughs> no, he's going to come back out and sing a couple more songs. Sure. Those people that leave, it just blows my mind that you pay that much money and you don't wait till the end. It'd be like being at a baseball game and knowing this historic home run hitters coming up to bat mm-hmm. and you leave early yeah. as he hits number 695. Yeah. Well, see, be- I didn't know. See, he hadn't been in all game. He so was a pinch he, hitter. He was I mean, pinch I'm not hitting. following baseball right now. Yeah, no, he, he, he was pinch is, is hitting. He a pinch hit, is he a designated pinch hitter now? He, he's or? a designated hitter, yeah. But that game, uh, I believe they had um, Nolan Gorman was the So he's got hitter. another month, yep. roughly, to yep. get to 700? To get to 700. I mean, is it possible? He, oh, absolutely. I mean, if the pitchers pitch to him, it absolutely is. He, um, Which he's, he's only one Does he bat from, every game? No. Well, like I said, well, I mean, they they put him in at least. I think I want to say he's had at least one at bat, but I mean, it's going to be whether or not the pitchers pitch to him. Because I mean, you know, they could so all they'll be still jerks. put him in, and people will be like, "Don't throw to him." Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he he's a home run. He's just blasting. Has him. he ever had any steroid issues? Not to my knowledge. Okay, he had an age thing where like that he may or may not have lied about his age. Oh, I think he's like sixty five years old. <laughs> like I remember I'll tell you the he, way he runs, he looks like he's about ninety. I remember when he was like in his like prime prime when he sure. was going up against uh well anyway yeah. uh he was supposedly like 27 yeah and I was like dude that dude is 50 <laughs> like I mean cuz his thigh like one of his thighs is like both of my thighs put together yeah, he's like a big you guy. know he's a big dude sure and but I know he's really good with like uh kids and and charities you and know what's that. funny though as you say that but um for one of my birthdays a long time ago um, my wife and folks went in and got me and my sister um, 
some kind of a, a picture or like a package, some kind of ticket package where we got to like go into the uh, dugout and the locker room and stuff in St. Louis there. And um, during batting practice, we were, you know, down kind of – we were on the field, you know, and, and they were all – they were playing against um, – oh, whoever – I guess it was whoever whoever Jim Edmonds went to because he was there too. He wasn't a Cardinal at that time. But anyway, and um, I want to say the Mets, but that doesn't sound right. But anyway, um, Mark McGuire was the hitting coach. Oh yeah, Cardinals was, at the time. That was just a couple years ago, wasn't it? It wasn't. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a little bit. Well, no, it had to be a while back because was Pujols involved in the story? Yeah. Okay, then it had to be at so, least five six years ago, right? So at yeah. Least. So so they were all coming in after their batting practice, and Mark was walking in, and my sister, you know, said, "Mr. McGuire, Mr. McGuire, can I get a picture real quick?" And he came over and took a selfie with her. I mean, which is awesome. I mean, I think I took the picture. So he technically, went to the pod race. And oh, okay. And then um, and then oh, uh, Pujols was walking back. And Mallory said, you know, Mitch Pujols, Mitch Pujols, can I get a picture? And he just didn't even look up. Uh, you know, I mean, yes, you could say that he didn't hear her, but I don't know. He lost a lot of points for me that day. But, um, well, man, we've gone on for 20 minutes about everything but what this episode's about. Do you want Yeah, wanna... but, well, hold on, though. No, you know, like, I mean, yeah, it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, I've seen him, and maybe, you know, this is the wrong way to put it, but. I guess I, the 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 interactions I was talking about was like with Down syndrome children. Oh yeah, because I think he has a Down syndrome child. And or, he gave a he or, gave a jersey to a kid the other night. Oh, I think it was pretty cool. Oh, and, okay, the other night you're talking about. Yeah, I mean I've seen him at the Angels when he was in, in, with the Angels, and he was like he would take his jersey off, yeah, and like yeah. sign it and give it to like a special needs kid. Or yeah, whatever. that's pretty cool. Uh, and then uh, we're here for the top five comedy motion pictures. Yeah. So. If you loved Colin's five Disney movies, you're gonna, you're love, gonna love his comedies. comedies because they're probably all post nineteen ninety five. But anyway, uh, you know the way we do it. Uh, we've done enough of the top fives already. We're gonna start with uh, Colin's number five. He'll talk about it for a minute. I'll tell him why it sucks, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll move on. <laughs> exactly. And then we'll go to my number five, and vice versa. We'll go back and forth. So, uh, Colin, what do you have for your top five comedy motion picture? All right. Number five, uh, I am serious and don't call me Shirley. Airplane is my number five top which, comedy of all time. Which okay, you've already shocked me with this one. I I I, uh, I really didn't see this coming. Oh, man. That you would pick a pre Colin Birth movie. Yeah, uh, um, I mean it's just it's just it's Leslie Nielsen at his best. He just him and of course. Um, Oh, Ted Stryker and, um, you know, Mandelbaum, Mandelbaum, you know, I, uh, I Bridges. The, I, uh, yeah, uh, I picked the wrong, wrong week to quit sniffing glue and all that. I mean, that's just a lot just of so, memorable quotes. So many good things in there. And, um, man, it is just one of my favorite. Of course, you know, the old lady speaking jive. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, oh, and then, of course, well, of course, the, you know, I am serious and don't call me Shirley. And it's just, I mean, it's just good stuff. Like that was back, you know, that's kind of that. Uh, slapstick. It's very slapstick comedy, but um, all the stuff, even like in the background, there was just Thank goofy stuff happening. And it's just, I mean, it's just good stuff. It's just so good. it that budget for that movie. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, we're, I'm gonna look up little things sure. that we're talking here, but uh, that the budget for that movie was 3.5 million. Okay, that's 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 in 1980. And that dadgum movie made $171 million in 1980. That's pretty dang successful. Yeah, so you'd call that profitable. I was going to say it was like a cult classic, but it's not. No, it's actually, it's it's actually a well-renowned comedy. It's 
It's on several top 100 lists. The second here. one wasn't as good. Did you see Airplane No, two? I never gave the second one yeah. a viewing. They I don't went think. to space. I don't know. And William Shatner was in it, which, I mean, he's funny in there, but I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, was it the same cast at all? Uh, I think Ted Stryker came back. Honestly, it's been so long since I've seen the second one. I couldn't tell you for sure. The blow up captain. I like that. Uh, Otto, the autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or Otto the pilot, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean that's a that's a pretty viable number five there. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Peter Graves. There you go. Look Love at it. you name dropping over yeah, there. Sorry, yeah. All right. Well, my number five is, and and I'm breaking the rules. I've got a couple duos. Okay. okay. Uh, and these are polar opposite films, but I thought they were worthy of being in the top five period, which I guess technically be like number seven and six because duos. I, yeah, I know. I'm interested I, to hear. I have two of my top five where I have two movies. Okay. And unfortunately, that is against the rules. But nah. oh well, we're we're making them up as we go along. Oh yeah. Uh, my number five are Grumpy Old Men. Okay. And Austin Powers, the first movie. So. And, and what's funny about the Austin Powers is is that I I we. Attempted to record this the other day, and for technical reasons or whatever, we I changed mine up totally. I think Collins are some of the very similar ones, same ones. He might have changed his a little bit for yeah. my sake. Anyway. I had one or two, yeah. But but anyway, uh, what's weird is we both like as soon as he got here today to record, we were both like he said. I just watched uh, all three Austin Powers over the weekend, and I said, dude, <laughs> I did too. And it just, you know, uh, my one buddy at work, Corey York, he was like, are you – he goes, are you and Colin even friends? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's weird that, like, it doesn't seem that we are alike, but we are a lot alike. Yeah. Uh, just, but see, we're a lot different too, though. And that's the you amazing know, and, thing is yeah. that we are very opposite, but we're also very similar. I think we can both come out of a movie – and we don't really know which way we're going to go on how we liked it. But at the same time, neither one of us are surprised right. by, how, by how we feel about it. <laughs> right. Like, and that's kind of, I would say the most of our relationship is probably entertainment involved, you know, as far as us hanging out and things like that, sure. you know, like, and, and we'll go to a movie. We'll be like, Hey, uh, you know, April working. Hey, Katie working. Let's go see uh, Spider-Man or, you know, yeah. whatever. And then we'll walk out. And a lot of times we'll just be like, well, what'd you think? And I'll say it was a Stephen Pollock crap, or and the column will be like, you know, it doesn't surprise me, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know. And he's like, I liked it, you know. Yeah, you're oh, like, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. In the very rare occasion, he's kind of been like, I didn't think much of it, you know. But um, yeah, that is funny. Now, really, that you mentioned it, I don't, I can't think of any movies I've just come out of and lately. Yeah, I, but I think that I, I don't know if I finished this thought earlier or not. But I think when you put your mind to it, if it's a movie you are really wanting to see. You have told yourself it's going to be good. Yeah. And again, I know we keep rehashing, rehashing Star Wars, but like that's the one I think that you actually admit that you were disappointed in. Yeah. But I think, like, let's just use an example of like Maverick, for instance. Sure. Like Top Gun Maverick. It was, a, it was a fine movie. It was not what everybody's making it out it's to be. the best for movie me. of the summer. Well, that's not, mu- that's not saying much. I mean, what's out right now, dude? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. It had no competition. League of Super Pets was pretty good too. If you did, did you I didn't see that? get to see that. It's pretty but good. What I'm saying is, is like you just fixate your mind on, man. I can't wait to go see Jurassic Park uh, yeah. Dominion or whatever, or Jurassic World Dominion. And then you, no matter how crappy it is, you'll come out and go, I liked it. You know, yeah. and I'm just kind of like, I, I can't think That's, that way. Well, see, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I mean, but I appreciate it. Yeah, I, pr- I appreciate that you can be that positive. Sure. But anyway, grumpy old men. Uh, 
hilarious. Jack Lemmon, right? Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau. So funny, man. They're just two old dudes that grew up from children all the way up to grumpy old men. And uh, they're fighting over the new neighbor that just moved in, and Margaret. She's, you know, good looking for an older gal, you know, and everything. And they both are trying to get her uh, favor, you know. And, man, they play pranks on each other. They cuss at each other. They, you know. It, it, I need to watch that again. I haven't. It, gosh, it's been so oh, long. It, it's it, 1994, I believe. I've seen the, it, though. I mean, I, you know, that's. that's yeah, a, but it's a. Feather in my cap. It's, and then grumpy old, a grumpier, grumpier old, old man, man came man. out. And it was almost as good. It wasn't as good, but it was almost as good. And it was funny, man. So that it, it it's a movie that I can sit down and watch when it's on TV and just sit there and be like, oh, that one part's coming up, and I've just got to watch it. Just I love how, like, it's those pranks, too, that are, like, they're harmless pranks, mm-hmm. but, like, they're still so funny. Like, uh, Jack Lemmon's, he's got all of his lotto tickets out on his dinner tray. And, you know, they're both single old uh, widows, widowers. Widowers, yeah. Uh, and, you know, Jack Lemmon's sitting there, he's got, like, 18 lottery tickets sitting out on the tray. And Walter Matthau is like an old TV repairman, so he's got a replica remote of Jack Lemmon's, you know, and he's changing the channel as they're calling out their lottery numbers. Oh, that's too funny. And Jack Lemmon has no idea what's going on, and finally he's like, he figures out it's him through the window, and he, like, goes and sprays him with a hose. They're, they live in Minnesota. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, I don't know, man. It's just really funny. It's kind of, it's a little bit perverted sometimes, but it, it, it's a funny movie. Sure. Um, Austin Powers, again, like we said, you watched it over the weekend, I watched it over this mm-hmm. week, and... Man, the the first one really really holds up well. Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what's what I get such a kick out of. They they do such a good job of of making fun of like especially James. It's Bond. satire. It's got yeah, a lot of satire. I mean, especially James Bond, uh, but oh, just the spy yeah. movie just in general. And I mean, it is just again, it's funny because I've thought before. It's like you know now that now that I I don't get just super embarrassed watching stuff with like my mom and so because my mom and I have very similar senses of humor and. Um, and so, like, I, I thought before, I remember before this latest rewatch of Austin Powers, I'd be like, man, I said, I ought to make her watch those because she might think some of that stuff's funny. But then, of course, you watch them, and it's like, man, most of these jokes are pretty, like, sexual. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I said, nah, I probably won't watch it with mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think, uh, not getting off the first one, but do you think they, like, wrote Elizabeth Hurley out of the second one? Like, why? wonder why they made her a fembot in the first part of the, fir- the second well, one. Well, I wondered if it was to... Um, move on to Heather Graham? Well, move on to Heather Graham, because, I mean, if you'll notice, uh, then in Goldmember, I mean, they don't even mention Felicity. Don't even I mention know, like And, um... But, uh, and, well, and, and they don't mention, like, the other Austin going back to his time or any of that stuff. But, see, I think they were still kind of trying to hold to a continuity between the first and second one. Um, and then the the second because I mean you got to think about it. Bond in most of the movies did not have a girl that carried over. Oh no, never. In the vast majority of them, he did not have a girl that carried over, and so he had a different Bond girl every single movie. And I think they were kind of trying to go with that, but they also, like I said, wanted to give you a little bit of a sense that these movies are connected. Um, but then in the second and third one, they just said, "I ah, forget it. We'll just forget about Heather Graham." I tell you, the second one and the. Uh, it starts in the second one. They start to lose it. And what I mean by that is, like, the uh, the flow of the movie gets a little bit weird because, like, all of a sudden, Dr. Evil's, like, singing music video songs and stuff. And it just, well, it's such an oddly placed, like, he's back in 1969 singing What If God Was One Of Us with Mini-Me. And, like, number two and uh, Fraulein are sitting there watching him. And, like, I didn't, you know, like, I know it's a stupid, silly movie, but I'm like, wow. What what's the point of that? You know, and then the next thing you know, they're singing just the two of us, 
Like back to back, he sings two songs, I know it. I know and it. it's just such a weird place for the well, movie. Something, something that I kind of started noticing is like, I mean, they they would be scenes, of course, but it almost kind of feels like they're just doing a skit, and skit then a story, skit after and skit. then a skit, and then a story and skit story, and they just kind of keep going back and forth. But it's something I never noticed until this specific watch through. Because like you said, you know, he's sitting there playing a piano. What if God was in blah, 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 which is funny. But like, and he's like, I totally wrote that. Like, that's pretty funny. But, <laughs> yeah. But like, but then it just ends and that scene's over. And I, then the very I, next scene, he's all like, <laughs> from the moment I, that frown, Santa yeah. had a clone. And it's yeah. just, it's just so weird because you're right. Because it's just completely unconnected or disconnected. And, um, and you're right. It's just like they're doing skits. See, to me, it's almost like Mike Myers would be a lot like Robin Williams. Be hard to wrangle in. You know, I I, I agree with that. But then you see him in a movie like um, was that Inglorious Bastards? He had yeah. that cameo where he was. I mean, a relatively dramatic character. Studio Fifty Four. He played the owner of the. It was a, that was a drama. So I mean, so he can. I mean, he can you know, do it. He can be reined in. But we were talking about this, I think, before we started recording. Is that like Mike Myers is one that I have to kind of take in doses. Yeah, because he can be overbearing as far as his comedy, because some of it's just so childish or whatever to a degree. You were talking about you like what was the the higher class highbrow 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 yep. yeah yeah. So that's not Mike Myers a lot. A lot of it, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Um, there are, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of pretty smart jokes. Yeah, on the Austin awesome Powers movies, but but no, you're right. For the most part, yeah, it's dumb. Like poo poo pee pee jokes. Yeah, and I mean, like, you, know, you know, like pretty much everything the fast fat bastards in is. Yeah, and then like he's like, Austin, you're drinking shit, yeah. and he goes, he's like, yeah, no, it's but I'm not the only one. Yeah, he goes, I'm glad, and then he goes, it's kind of nutty, yeah, gross. and you're like, oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it, yeah, and then like I don't know, it, well, I then, know of course, you had the slapstick scene with the fountain on the third one. At Roboto Labs, remember when he unplugs that angel fountain and all that? And I was like, okay. I mean, uh, yeah. And then the whole nude scene in the first or the second one, when he wake, when he goes down the hotel and he's naked and he like everything <laughs> is covering his privates yeah. up. I mean, I get it. It's it is funny. Sure. But at the same time, you're like, let's. This is going way too yeah, long. You know, I like mean, it's way too long. Yeah, but that's what you're saying. Uh, but the first one to me is the best, and then the set, then they 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 fall off to to me. As they kept going, sure. uh, I heard that like through our talks that they're supposedly doing a fourth one. It's supposedly uh, being talked about if they get, but I mean, I noticed Jay Roach directed all three of those, and I feel like if they had anybody else direct the fourth one, it wouldn't, it wouldn't right, be like the same right. kind of movie. I'd like to see another Wayne's World. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against that. So, all right, what do you got for your number four? <laughs> We've been talking. We've been talking for 35 minutes, and we're only on number four. So, That's fine. Uh, my next is, uh, hey, man, I got a beverage here. Uh, Big Lebowski um, is my number four. I, I just, it's another one of those, like you said, it's just super, super quotable. Um, but for you, it's kind of a dark movie. It's well, it's it's an adult an adult movie. We'll call it that for sure. Absolutely. For you, it, it seems that, that that wouldn't be up your alley. Like the f bomb quote is. Enormous on that one. Steve Buscemi and John Goodman in that movie. Oh, well, Buscemi's not even in it a whole lot, but yeah, John Goodman well, but is, is uh, Walter, and uh, yeah, and of course Jeff Bridges is the dude, it's, and Sam Neill is in there a little bit. I mean, it's just man, it's just good stuff, dude. It's just good stuff. Yeah. Eh, okay. I mean, I I, I kind of feel like uh, 
It's it, dry. It's dry. I, I feel like that was another one of those classic me moments where like everybody was like the big Lebowski and like yeah. it kind of made me rebel against it a little bit. Did you ever see it though? You yeah, saw yeah it, I've, I've yeah. seen it. And I, but I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it multiple, multiple times. I've probably seen it twice. Well, and, and, and that one, that one's one of the ones and it's the same way with the rest of my top five. If it's one of them that's on TV, as long as the kids aren't around for, for Lebowski, obviously I'll leave it on. I mean, I, you know, I'll be like, Oh dude, I mean, I have to watch it, you know, just it's just one of those that, that rank up there for me. What's your I number you. four? Step Brothers. Good. Yep. Um, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, great chemistry with the mm-hmm. two of them. I mean, everything that every time they're on the screen together, it's just it's it had to be impossible to film that movie. <laughs> I actually watched a gag reel of it today. Um, oh yeah, it's fantastic on YouTube. I got on there. It was like a nine minute gag reel, and some of it was just them busting out laughing, trying to get words out. And then others were like multiple shots of like, I remember my first beer, you know, or whatever, like <laughs> at the wedding or what, sure. you know, like she's had the old, uh, what was she? He's had the bull. Now she's trying to, the young stag or something like, <laughs> you know, what, or the young buck or something like that. I don't know however he worded, I butchered that, but you know, uh, it's just got a mile a minute stuff in it. And, and I feel it, like with a lot of those Will Ferrell ones are kind of like that. And I, and I've, I've thought before, Especially in like some of his, most of his movies, I'll be like, man, how did they ever get through this? Right. I, I mean, think, my gosh, I just would just be rolling over laughing just see, constantly. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Elf fan. You know, okay. Now, I got to be careful because that's my wife's favorite holiday movie of all time. Really? Yeah. That one is good until the very end. The very end, it just, I just, I, it loses, it loses I, me. I think it's hard for Will Ferrell to carry a movie pretty much by himself. by himself. I think he has to have somebody compliment him. And John C. Riley is one of those guys. And then also like uh, Anchorman, for example, he has the whole ensemble and they, mm-hmm. they, they compliment him so well, but like, you know, Anchorman, just, I don't know, like there are very few moments where it's just him and you're just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Most of it's involving somebody else, like Jack Black punting the dog. You know, like, oh, <laughs> it's like, well, guess what? Now this is happening. There was something I love with him to take something you love. This yeah. is happening. <laughs> oh, man. And then, of course, I laughed so hard in the theater when that happened. Mm. I, mean, I, I thought was, I was probably crying. It I was, was laughing so, so hard. funny. And then, of course, him, you know, it's like, uh, what, are you, what are you doing, man? I'm burying you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still alive, really- man. He's like, you're waiting, neighbors. Just shut up. He goes, don't touch my drum set. <laughs> So yeah, close, it, so and like when he when they build the bunk beds and he jumps up on the top bunk and <laughs> it, it crashes onto top of Will Ferrell and the sleepwalking like when they throw the presents on the bed and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah it, it, it's a it's a funny movie, yeah, you know. One. So yeah, that's my number four. All right, uh, number three for me is uh, is uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, by Grapthar's Hammer, by the Sons of Warvan, you shall be avenged. Galaxy Quest is my number three. Uh, Tim Allen. Um, Here comes the complaints. That's fine. <laughs> hey, bring it on, man. Galaxy Quest is just, again, and see, I kind of like these spoof movies because, like, your airplane, you know, that's your disaster, airplane disaster spoof movie. Uh, Austin Powers is the spy movie spoof. Um, Galaxy Quest is your Star Trek sci-fi. Uh, sci-fi spoof, and and it's you know, and it's just it's just good stuff. I do so, love Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, uh, Sigourney Weaver. Um, How about Alec Rickman's first movie ever, Die Hard? That was his first movie really? he ever made. I told he you that. he had done theater and stuff, but the first movie he ever 
like major motion picture was Die Hard. And wow. look at that, man. Are you, are you a Die Hard fan? Yeah, I like Die Hard. Yeah. I mean, the second the, one, not so much, but, but the, the third one's the, really good. I mean, Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I agree with that. And then, <laughs> But then, see, okay, but if you want to get on Die Hard, how do you feel about the modern uh, sequels? Like, like with his son four, and four, stuff? Four, four and five? Stupid. They're stupid. Um... I didn't, you know, I didn't keep it, keep it OG. Man. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it because I mean, just for an, just for a big dumb action movie, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, now, when, it, now them making him like a action hero as opposed to just an everyday cop. I don't know if that was the right direction to go. Uh, my, my thing is, is Die Hard One was so unexpected. Like it was such an unexpected success. Right. I mean, like, did you watch that? How these films made us or whatever? Oh, I, I watched a couple of them. I didn't watch. There, the there's Die Hard. one on Die Hard, and you know, everybody was like so like in a big uproar that Bruce Willis was going to be an action star because he was a romantic comedy guy at the right. time, uh, moonlighting and all that. Um, so it was a lot like when Michael Keaton got cast as Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the society was like, what? You know, and. And it turned People out, are so dumb, dude. It, but it turned out they were so dead wrong, and I everybody know. was like, "Wow, I really got to eat my Heath Ledger as the Joker." Yeah. I mean, there's so many, there's so many other examples, but those are just a few to, to name. But uh, Die Hard One is probably the greatest guy action movie of all time, in my opinion. It's pretty good. Um, and then the other one that's only even comes close to it's Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third one. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed the third one. The oh, same Jackson. I, I think it's a blast. Yeah, I, I did like that it. One. It came along at a time when I was a teenager. Sure. And I wasn't really supposed to watch Rated R movies, but I watched it anyway somehow. And I just, I loved it, man. Do you remember I mean, the first Rated R movie you ever watched? I think Die Hard was the first. Really? Rated R, and yeah. Would I, you like to know my first? Yeah. What are we talking sanctioned by my parents or unsanctioned by my well, parents? Well, I, I think it would have to be unsanctioned, right? Not necessarily. I was, I think well, yeah, I was I mean, 16. I, 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 we I was, got time for both. Go ahead. <laughs> First one, unsanctioned by my parents. I don't have any idea how old I was. Piranha 2. Oh, well, I'm, I, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've never even seen it. Is oh, that, was, that, was that a movie in the theaters? B, no, it was It was a, a buddy of mine. I was staying over at his house. I'm sorry. Did you say this was unsanctioned? Unsanctioned, yeah. Okay. My folks, folks didn't know about this one. Uh, and then first sanctioned one that I ever, a dad took me to the movie theater to see it, uh, Gladiator. Okay. With Russell Crowe, that was the first one I ever saw. I remember. And I, I mean, I wasn't 17 yet, so that was like a big deal for me. I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> but it was just violence. That's and great movie, So nobody though. cares about great violence, movie. really. But. Um, well, but the culture has changed. Well, yeah, Gladiator right. wouldn't be rated R today. I don't feel like it would either. I mean, look at The Walking Dead on TV. Oh, yeah. This I mean, it's true. so violent. Yeah. So violent. Um, I remember, I don't know if you and your dad or your, you and your mom did this when you were younger, but like Cinemark used to have double features on Saturdays. Oh. And you would go, it would be a late show, but you would go and you'd watch a current movie and then you would watch one that is not out yet. It's like a week early. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was such a cool thing. Like me and my dad would go, and this was back when Cinemark was at the Old Navy at the mall. Right. Um, and, uh, we would go. It'd be a Saturday night, like seven o'clock movie. It was kind of like the drive-in at, in Calvert City, mm-hmm. and you would go for one movie. But if you wanted to, you could stay for another. And a lot of times we would do that. And I mean, I, you know, my parents were—they always taught me wrong from right, obviously. But I, they were a little lenient on what I could watch and stuff. I mean, it wasn't like they were like. But I do remember being a young boy. Like, uh, uh, when was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, ninety-one? Something like that. I remember like. Me and dad and my, I think my sister might have even gone to that. But I know it was me and my dad. 
And we were sitting there watching it in the theaters, and the whole first part of the show is when they're cutting the thieves' hands off and stuff. My dad covered my eyes, you know, when that sure. was But I was eight years old, nine years old. But that was a pretty awesome movie to watch for an eight or nine year old. Well, know, and, but, and, and I know we're off on a tangent, but that is funny though. You saying that, um, I feel like, and even me as a parent, and I'm sure, I'm sure you can probably relate to this. You you find yourself not minding the kids watching like violent stuff on TV as much as like cussing and nudity. Okay, so I'm even okay with the cussing. Uh, one of my uh, the the word I don't like is GD. Right. Uh, my kids know that what bad words are. Sure. Now what they do at school and stuff. I hope I've raised them right to not do that. But they're gonna do what they their peers and stuff are sure. probably pressuring them into doing and things. I mean, I was a kid once too, um, but like I know that my kids are twelve and eight, and they'll be watching a movie, and if they hear the wrong words, they're gonna say, "Why does he keep saying that, Daddy?" And they're turned off by it. Right. And I like that. I'm glad that, yeah, that yeah, I'm glad great. that we did a successful job in raising them to know that uh, violence doesn't bother me as bad either. But so the, you don't sex, mind, you don't the mind sexual them. stuff is what I try to yeah, really oh yeah, shield them from. Yeah. I mean, so you don't mind them, you don't mind them seeing. I mean, like Big Lebowski. Well, they wouldn't like something like that anyway. No, but I mean, but I mean, you know what I'm saying though. Like, like uh, I guess where I was going much. with it would be like would be like Die Hard. Oh, oh I tell you what, like, more like a Terminator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of bad stuff in Terminator, but it was rated R for its time. I remember Terminator 2 being in, on, it was like ABC or something, and that was like my favorite movie of all time. Okay. Because so, that was a network edit. So. Yeah, but 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 I can say that like I could have them walk in on me walking watching T2. Yeah. And for the most part, sure. I mean, there's there's I don't think there's any nudity in it. But anyway, like there's nothing sexual in it. There's nothing bad about it. There's some violence. Yeah, I mean, the only real, the only real couple things that I can think of that I wouldn't, as far as violence is concerned, on it's like T two, and this is just kind of the, and it's funny. Everybody's got their own thresholds, you know. But like one of mine is like when, of course, you know, the T one thousand has his blade through the face of the mom or whatever. That's pretty nasty. And then like when, um, I feel like it'd give my kids nightmares when. Sarah, Your kids watch you Sarah play video gets, games. Sarah gets blown apart uh, by deep by uh, Judgment Day when she's watching all the kids play in the playground. You remember? Do your kids watch you play video games? Yeah, but but see, but see, that's another thing though. I don't ever play M like when I say M rated, I mean like blood, real nasty stuff. Any death? So any, yeah, any. I mean like uh, Destiny Two, but again, that's a lot of sci-fi. Like Halo, I let it's them still watch shooting things. people though. No, you're right. And shooting people, I don't know. For some reason, that's just under my threshold. I don't okay. know, man. That's I mean, weird. You know, it's just kind of weird. And I'm going to use the word hypocritical, but like, it's weird how we can sometimes all be that way. Sure. Like certain things you don't even like, like video games, you don't even think about it. Right. But Walking Dead, somebody's bashing somebody's brain yeah, in. Want, yeah, I don't want them you're to like, see that. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. You don't need to watch this. But like two minutes later, you're punching a guy in the face on yep. a video game. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and, and and so, like, I see the irony in that, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, okay, where where do I draw the line? Um, but yeah, I don't think there's a right answer to that. No, there's not. There's not. Every, it's everybody's comfort level. Sure. Uh, and I think everybody knows their own kid. Yeah. You I know, agree with so that. like, you know, what your kids will go to school and repeat. Yeah. I hope I know what mine do. You know, and uh, you know, 
I've always made it clear too. Like I'm like, hey, you know, you can watch this with me, but do not repeat anything you're listening, you're hearing, or right. whatever. And but but if I know it's got sexual stuff in it, I will not let them watch it. Absolutely well, let, not. Let me, no. let me ask you this: When you were in elementary school, yeah, do you remember? Do you remember cussing? A little bit. I mean, but just to be funny. I think. Yeah, I think you know? like I think I can I can vaguely remember like seventh and eighth grade. A lot of us did just because it was cool, kind of like smoking. We were well, doing it because it, it's cool. If it know? was in a song, it was funny to be like, uh, "See, I wouldn't you really kiss my, or, you know, or whatever." Yeah. Like, you know, like it just it was like, "Do you hear what I said?" <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know. And I mean, I don't know. I, you know, because you're because you're right. You know, you're just preteen, so I just feel like it was kind of just the cool. It was it was cool. Right, you know, um, and so I, I, I feel like we did, and I feel like there was at a point, even like in eighth grade, I feel like I kind of took a step back and kind of reevaluated. I was like, man, well, I don't know why I cuss a lot, and and I, because I remember I read, I read something somewhere, and it said people, the only reason people cuss a lot is because they don't have the vocabulary. Now, see, I've heard the opposite to that. I mean, you know, this is another of these great examples where like you can read an article and I can read an article, mm-hmm. and we don't. Neither one of them are scientifically like one hundred percent proven. Like, you know, uh, I've heard the exact opposite. I've heard people with higher IQs use curse words. Really, and, and I've also seen the articles you're talking about. Sure, uh, there's no doubt about that. But I've seen both, and that's that. That's that goes back to I think a couple episodes ago we recorded where I'm like I try, I try to stay out of the news. Oh yeah. Because especially with like the COVID stuff and all that, I have no idea. And I don't think anybody else in the world does truly know either. So why are we going to be so concerned if we read one article or another? Because we're going to two days later, we're going to read something that's contradicting it. Well, listen, and I don't mean I don't mean to get super political, but like one of my favorite questions that I that I like to get asked is, so what's your stance on abortion? You know, because then I say and this is and this is such a cop out. But uh, my answer to that is, is, um, you know, I'm a dude, man. I don't have I, I can't I don't have an opinion in it. It's not, I'm not a woman. I don't, I, I'm not in that position. I don't know what they're going through. I don't what know. What always you know. gets thrown back at me, and again, we were going down a, a dark path. But, <laughs> yeah. But uh, what gets thrown at me is when I say that kind of thing is, well, it's still murder. And I said, I never said it wasn't. Right. What I'm saying is, is I'm a man and I have zero percent understanding yeah. of oh, what yeah. a woman goes through, whether we're talking about wanting it rape incest whatever right uh i do not understand so i would be a hundred percent fine with just allowing every woman in the united states to vote and not giving the guys a say so (laughs) i mean because i do have a stance on it but i also see the other side sure oh yeah uh so, but you know, immediately, which it's murder. Well, so, not, what's your number three top comment? Yeah, I never said that. <laughs> so, my number three, my number three is That's a great segue. Undeniably, one of the best comedies of all time. Ooh, we'll see. Coming to America. Ah, it's a good one. I do agree. That's a good one. And I, it's. I would love to say that my, I'd be okay if my kids watched it, but no, no I would not. It's 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 graphic, <laughs> yeah. but man, it is just so funny and Eddie Murphy is timeless in it. I just it. recently I I'll, I got a confession to make. I just recently became an Eddie Murphy fan. Like, I mean, I don't necessarily now, What think, are you saying that got what what what, what I don't you necessarily to? think that like Nutty Professor is funny. 
Okay. I've never been a big fan of that. But I mean, and just just like him in general, like I've seen a lot of like his old SNL skits, and they get they've gotten funny to me now. And then I watched Coming to America here within the past year or so for the first time. Let me say something weird. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Eddie Murphy's a guy that has to be like I I think vulgar. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, it does, yeah. But, like, his Nutty Professor, not as vulgar. Beverly Hills Cop, vulgar. Uh, Coming to America, vulgar. Sure. Uh, so, so to me, if you clean him up, like, uh, what what's the Dr. Doolittle? Uh-huh. Not as not as good. Right. I mean, it, probably a good family movie, but, yeah. but it's not Eddie Murphy quality. Right. His stand-up. You're saying, uh, what was it, Raw? Is that what Raw it's and... Uh, Raw is the one that everybody keeps telling me. Well, there's two. Gosh, man! Now you've got me all. Uh, but anyway, Eddie Murphy, like like Jerry Seinfeld, does not have to be vulgar, right? Yeah, and, and you know one thing that does surprise me about Jerry's uh, stand up is he does use the word GD, yeah, uh, to, at, at least a handful of times. And I uh, think it can be used in a funny way sometimes. I mean, I, I'm not super crazy. GD, about it. yeah, I'm not. Super I, crazy I'm just about not it a either, fan of it, man. I mean, I th- you know. Uh, I think it's the worst thing you could say. You know, it's if you're a religious person, it's in the Ten Commandments. You know, and I know that's not exactly what it means by taking the Lord's name in vain. Well, but but well, there's there's different levels you can take that. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't like that word. Yeah. I can listen to the F word a thousand times before I can listen to fifteen GDs. It's just it's just a weird word to me. I don't like it. But anyway, um, yeah. So coming to America, just I don't know, man. It's just uh, Another great movie. It's one of my honorable mentions. I'll go ahead and ruin it right now. Is Trading Places with Eddie Murphy. Another vulgar. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, Trading Places is fantastic. It's got uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy and Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. and these two rich guys are they own this? Uh, it's they. It's the basically it's the Muppets. The two Muppets are Waldorf and uh, Statler. Statler and Waldo- Waldorf. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. The they're like. Those people in real life, they own like this like huge banking finance thing or whatever. And Dan Aykroyd's like their number one go getter accountant guy. And they're like, they just make a simple wager. They're like, I bet you I can make anybody, I, I, I can make Dan Aykroyd go crazy. And they're like, yeah, okay, I'll take that bet. So they take homeless guy Eddie Murphy and switch him with Dan Aykroyd. They take everything from Dan Aykroyd, his apartment, his cell phone, all sounds this- hilarious. It is fun. No, it is funny, dude. I, 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 yeah, I believe you. I mean, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, you're being silly about it, but I'm serious. You, sh- you should really watch it. It's like in the 80s, um, but it's it's really good. Um, so that was my number three. Okay. Uh, my number two, and I believe it's one you've not seen, and honestly it doesn't hold up uh, to the uh, to the political correctness of everything, but it's called Fired Up. Is what it's called. Um, oh, and to go on with my my uh, pattern of doing quotes is, how do you spell fired up? F-U. How do you spell fired up? F-U. Oh, okay. Uh, man, I'm telling you, dude. Um, Nicholas D'Agosto, who nobody's heard of, played um, Jan's secretary on, or uh, her assistant on Office, the one that sang the song for her. Okay. What's his name? I can't even remember off office. Oh my gosh. Uh, isn't this frustrating? Jan Levinson's. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know remember. who you're talking yeah, about. But anyway, but. he, him, and then um, the other guy. I don't. I can't even tell you what he's on. But they're just both so funny. They play a couple jocks. They decide to join the cheerleading squad, 
at their school so they can go to cheerleader camp and hook up with all the girls there. So, I mean, like I said, you can see where it wouldn't be politically correct. But um, I'll tell you what, that is one, and my wife thinks it's ridiculous that I like this movie as much as I do. It's so bizarre. I like, know, I, because it's because right along the same lines of, like, your American Pies – and but nowhere near the acclaim. No, 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 it was very. It did go very. I mean, quiet. I, I've never heard of it till you just said. Yeah, you know, like, you I know. mean, I'll. I'll um, I don't. But know. it's a movie that you could watch literally every day, dude. Almost. I I I just watched it the other day. It's again. your number two. It's my number two, man. I know it's crazy, but well, I mean, uh, maybe somebody will get turned on to it. You know? <laughs> hey, you know the, what? The other raise awareness. The other Eddie Murphy comedy that I didn't think of was Delirious. There's Delirious oh, hey. and there's Raw, Raw and Delirious, both fantastic. So uh, my number two is another double, uh, double whammy uh, here, run, uh, but it's the up. same actors, so, so it's a tie, okay. and they're both equally funny for separate reasons. But it's Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Uh, both of those movies, I cannot choose between them. Um, I'll was, give I'll give you Happy. I wasn't as crazy about Billy. Well, I think Happy Gilmore still goes along with no matter how old you are. Yeah, uh, Billy Madison's more of your teenage, uh, crude humor. Yeah, and some of it's still just some of it's even today and even back then was too immature for me. But uh, I still think it's got those shining moments that just make you laugh so hard. Uh, just the simple little cameos of like Chris Farley as the bus driver, sure. and you know stealing all the pack of lunches, and you know, <laughs> and the clown on the stilts, and he falls over, and instead of somebody helping him, they, everybody just laughs at him for oh, busting yeah. his skull. Of course, I <laughs> you mean, know? you know, in the the whole um, one, well, that uh, Billy Madison specifically, the whole monologue at the end during the Scholar Bowl or whatever, and the guy says what he said. Um, Something to the, if I paraphrase, I'm going to butcher this quote, but I'm going to do it anyway. When he says nothing about the answer you just gave, oh. gave any semblance to a coherent thought. You mean thought. The, 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 the decathlon? Yeah, they do? And he said, what he said, he says, everyone who has heard it is now dumber. Yeah. Because they've said it. And he yeah. says, he said, I'm trying to remember what he, and he, how he said, um, because a simple no would have been. You were awarded no points. And they got and they have mercy on your soul. Just that, that kind of humor right there, though. Like, good stuff. That's that, good stuff. That's good stuff. Yep. And the fact that he calls Steve Buscemi and he shoots the guy in the butt, that saves him, you know. And he's like, man, am I glad I called that guy, you know, <laughs> because he picked on him in high school. Sure. And then when he calls him to apologize, he's like, Huh, okay. And then, like, the scene, it zooms out. He's got, like, puts lipstick on, and then he draws oh, through his – he's got, like, a kill list. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. But Happy Gilmore, on the other hand, more physical, probably. I mean, the Bob Barker fight. Yeah, but, like – The price is wrong, B. Yeah, yeah and, but and he goes uh, – when he meets uh, Chubbs, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, Chubbs Peterson, uh, uh, club pro. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's like uh, – I used to be in the pros. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. He, they, but they wouldn't let me play. And he goes like, oh, I'm sorry because you're black. He goes, hell no. Damn alligator bit my hand off. And then he goes, oh. oh. <laughs> like it just, he goes, he cut me down in my prime, but I tore one of that bastard's eyes out. <laughs> it's old Carl Weathers, man. You got to love that guy. Oh, my gosh. You got to love him. Yeah. But anyway, so 
I think Happy Gilmore stands the test of time a little bit better than Billy Madison. I agree but with that. because of the age I was when Billy Madison came out, I have to call it a tie for that for number two. And I still just I still laugh like crazy. Well, I think I think one of my one of the reasons that that uh, Billy Madison isn't really it's got a lot more of the yeah, and that got that got tiring. You know, it's like I'm not a big fan of that Adam Sandler. That. That that Adam Sandler does get tiring. So I will. you ready for some honorable mentions? Yeah, sure. My my, uh, and this is in no particular order, but uh, Napoleon Dynamite is one of my honorable mentions. Um, oh, there uh, some of our viewers just clicked off. Uh, Pass. But, <laughs> but have you seen it? No, you've never seen it. So no. it's one of those. Um, well, yeah, because it was too popular, so That's, you were cool. I mean, I mean, look, dude, I admit my fault for that. Okay, but, like I, I admit that I'm wrong I, about how. I mean, I'm, I I remember being in school. And I actually, I kind of credit my sister into this too, but like we, you watch it the first time, at least I know I watched the first time and I just was not impressed. I was like, yeah, okay. And then I'm telling you, man, you sit there and you talk to it with your, talk about it with your friends and go into all these scenes. And I mean, you're just laughing so much more talking about the movie than you ever were watching the movie, which makes no sense, but it's, I mean, it's just, it's facts. And it is just hilarious. And so, you know, you watch it again, and it's so funny. And it's one of those that's perfectly okay to watch with your kids if they're interested in that sort of thing, you know. Like, I know it was one of the, on the latest cruise that my family went on. That was one of the movies that played throughout the week. And, you know, we'd have it on in the cabin there at night before we go to bed. And my and my oldest just thought it was hilarious. Really? Yeah. I, I just and, don't get it. I and, mean. Um, all right, so then another one. Um, here's our uh, – Adam Sandler for you, wedding singer. Well, I, I don't like that you. I mean, I. I, I oh, because it's a romantic comedy. Yeah, I'm trying. You're trying to stay away from romantic comedy. Well, no, I mean, I, I, we didn't discuss this, but yes, I, I, I totally agree that it's a fantastic comedy. But I, I think it's more of a romantic comedy. So buckle up, that might be coming on a later yeah, list. Yeah, I'd say that's a spoiler for Collins' list. Maybe uh, <laughs> next next time we do something else. Um, all right, and then uh, my next honorable mention is Zoolander. Horrible choice. Um, I'm a big Ben Stiller fan. I am too, but, uh, but not I, that. I, I like Ben Stiller a lot. and uh, Well, and I like Owen Wilson a lot. And I like were, Owen Wilson too. They were both in that. Both of those guys are on my honorable mentions, but not those, not that movie. I just I just thought those were both really funny. Um you know, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna add just one more honorable mention. This isn't on my list that I'm looking at here, but boy, and I got to be in the mood for it. Okay, okay, I'm gonna lose you. Probably lose just about anything by Wes Anderson. No, I like Wes Anderson. He's th- that stuff is so dry. Are you talking about like Life Aquatic? Yeah, li- Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. I, love, I uh, love that movie. Grand Budapest Hotel, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. Um, there was another one. Um, he didn't do Little Miss Sunshine, did he? No, I don't think so. No, it wasn't that same. It wasn't that same style. Or yeah, whatever. that's true. Um, but no, he's he's got a very. No, I agree with that though. I like that choice. He's got a very I, distinct. I, just, I can't go with you on the Zoolander, man. That's fine. Uh, ben I mean, that's Stiller. Fine. Ben Stiller is like, he's just phenomenal sure. as a comedian. He's one of your highbrow. Yeah, oh yeah. Like I think he's got a lot of smart comedy. Yeah. And Owen Wilson, he kind of does the same crap over and over again. I, but I like him. He, sure. He's just like uh, the big tall guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, oh my gosh! I'm, I'm from what? Totally Wedding Crashers. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Same. Vince Vaughn plays the same dude in every single movie he's in. That's true. 
kind of a selfish prick kind of guy that like has all these witty, snappy remarks. That, like, yeah. You know, but they're it's hilarious. Yeah, he's got a lot of like, like kind of quick one-liners. I agree. Yeah, with that. yeah it's it, but it's hilarious. I mean, it's funny. Um, but but anyway. And then I, uh, I had the Austin Powers trilogy. Yep. That's my next one. That's mainly just because I just got done watching it. Um, then I'm going to go with the Naked Gun trilogy. Great. Uh, again, Leslie Nielsen, uh, of course, O.J. Simpson before Love all it. that. Um, Those are – there's three of them, and they're yes. all funny. They're all funny. Well, I just discovered, and I feel stupid for this because, I mean, it says it in the ad, in the very first uh, title of the movie, is I didn't realize there was a series. Like a show? Called Police Squad. And he was in it. Leslie Nielsen was yeah. Frank Drebin. Yeah. And that's what it was. I mean, of course, you know, I always just because the first movie is called Naked Gun from the Files of the Police Squad. So I thought, oh, well, that's just, you know, the name of the movie. There's one to be yeah, funny. Yeah. But I'm telling you, and I, I saw some clips from Police Squad. And I mean, it's the same type of humor, dude. And and that was one thing this this um, this video I watched the other day talked about how today's comedy is just not as funny as comedy was back then because, like, they were talking about how, like, comedy now puts these characters in these outrageous situations. Yeah. Whereas comedy back then, well, like with Police Squad at least, has characters in normal situations, but then their reactions and stuff are outrageous. And one thing, though, that this guy was going on about, like specifically Police Squad, is that in modern shows, you know, the camera will just show the characters in the front or foreground. That's all that's happening. In Police Squad and in the Naked Gun movies, stuff's happening in the background, just some wacky, wacky stuff. And that's part of the joke, you know? And it's just, I don't know, it's just its just good stuff. One of the funniest things in the Naked Gun movies, I can't remember which one it is, I think it might, it might be the first one. Mm-hmm. Is it the one, is the first one where they're going after the queen? Yeah. Okay. Must kill the queen. When, dude, <laughs> when, when he gets out there as a baseball umpire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is one of the funniest, <laughs> stupid scenes. Like, it, man, he gets out there and they throw the ball and there's just dead silence in the whole entire ball field. And he just goes, strike. And, and they go, cheers. yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay. And he starts like going like, D. He starts calling. He starts calling it before the the ball comes across oh, yeah. the plate, and then he does the Michael Jackson dance and stuff. It, it is just so funny. And of course, that was right after his big uh, performance of the Star Spangled Banner as Enrico Palazzo. Yes, uh, you know where he says, um, "And the rockets, right?" And he says, "Bunches of bombs in the air." <laughs> yeah. It's the craziest. Stuff. So you redeemed yourself with Thank that you. one right Thank there. You. Uh, Good stuff, man. The Good Zoolander stuff. and Napoleon Dynamite. No, that's okay. But. Uh, you know, so here's I got quite a list here, but we'll, yeah, we'll run we'll on. run them quick. Uh, Wedding Crashers already said that yeah, one. Uh, I thought that was very witty for its time, sure. and, and it was really funny that they're divorce negotiators or mediators. And like, Rachel McAdams was in that one, right? Yes, I've always I've always thought I've always had a yeah yeah. That. I thought she was attractive in uh, uh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. the first one anyway. Yeah, um, Tommy Boy, one of the, one oh, of okay. the one of the. I mean, it's I, I can't. I actually believe I didn't put it in my top five because that's a movie that I can quote and watch. I like David Spade, not huge Chris Farley. Yeah, but that comes from your childhood. Uh, that comes from the way that your mom told you not Speaking to Speaking of which, him. you got a big kick out of that because I did mention that. 
in one of our previous shows about how how she didn't like Chris Farley, so I never liked Chris Farley. What'd she say about me liking Chris Farley? Like, because oh, I was she, pretty. I mean, she gets it. She said she just always thought he was gross, and I said, "Dude, I know you're the one that told me that." Well, that she made you think that. Yeah, you're right. Do, and I, we talked about that. I think. I think. Mean, do you think that you would have thought that had she not put that in your head? I can't. I don't know. Right. I get it. I'm in doctor. I mean, there's things my mom made me think too, and I was like, uh, "Well, I think that because my mom made me." You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, Tommy Boy, fantastic movie, awesome. Okay. Blazing Saddles. Oh, good movie. stuff. You can't make it today. Where do white women at? <laughs> One of the best. Well, and then yeah. it's well, it's funny though too. Uh, the scene, um, he he he's installed as the sheriff, and he says, "Well, maybe it won't be so bad." And I mean, it just hard cuts to him walking down the street, and this old woman yep. ends up calling him an N word or something. He gets, and it's just, oh man, it's just you're right though. I mean, you can't. There's no way you wouldn't get canceled for that today. I don't even know. Like I feel get- like we would almost get canceled just talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, true. I mean, like you the know? way this, the way that, and again, not to get political, but the way this cancel culture stuff is today, oh, yeah, it's disgusting. It. I mean, comedy almost is not allowed to exist because oh, that offends me. Well, because you, you know, your boy Jerry won't do uh, Jerry Seinfeld won't do college show shows on college campuses anymore because of it. I don't know how true that is. He said it. He might have said that, but I bet. Uh, I mean, no, no. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just I don't know how true it would be if they were like, "We'll give you ten million dollars." You know, like I know no. the colleges probably can't do that, but yeah. anyway, uh, I, I, be, I believe that uh, if you just sit back in good humor and watch that, watch a movie like um, Blazing Saddles, sure. you can get the humor out of it and still not feel totally bigoted or you know right. racist. Um, it's just it's. It's funny. Have I mean, you seen it, any? Have you seen any Jiminy Glick? Yeah. Interviews. Yeah. One of one of my favorite moments. And this is just because it's Mel Brooks. He was interviewing Mel Brooks, and he says, he says, <laughs> he says, "What do you have it out so bad against the Nazis? What do you have against <laughs> the Nazis?" He says, <laughs> Mel says, "What what do I have against the Nazis?" He says, "Yeah." He says, "It seems like you're making fun of them every time you, you every one of your movies. You're talking about the Nazis, and it's just it's just." A he did a lot of he did a Jiminy Glick at our uh, comedy show we saw. Remember when he did that, dude? I I, I don't remember the Jiminy really. Glick. Yeah, I don't remember that part. Oh I have to watch. It's on Netflix, isn't it? They did like a whole segment. See, like I don't where remember. He, the, I don't remember he, Jiminy I, but Glick. I, anyway, um, um, so Blazing Saddles couldn't do it today, but right on fan, that. You know, just unbelievable for sure. its time. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, good stuff. Uh, Jim Carrey's first major film and and it was awesome you know what and not not my favorite but it is i mean i definitely i definitely see the it's not one you can let your kids watch it's pretty no, sexual it, yeah it's it's, it's kind of like the, awesome powers it's you know, yeah pretty it, yeah. suggestive uh-huh. content uh and of course I, I had austin powers in my top five but i had it on the <laughs> accidentally on the honorable mentions too anger management with adam sandler and goose jack, brava goose brava jack nicholson yeah well uh, the whole scene the whole scene where he like asks, stop on the bridge and sing the song and stuff well see i think it's funny him in the airplane and he was asking for headphones and she's or, or she's like i'll get you one and she's like and it's um it's so uh carol off of um office steve Carell's wife is yeah. the stewardess and um that air marshal comes and he's like, he's like, what is it with you people? He's like, what do you mean you people? Yeah. You know, it's just, oh man, this is good stuff. It ends up yeah. getting tased and that's a great scene. It, it, it's kind of a romantic comedy, kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. of the love story behind it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, moving along, Anchorman. Yeah, very good, uh, very good stuff. 
years later, years later, what is it? He says, um, no, he says, uh, I enjoy long walks on the beach and a good pair of slacks. Yeah. Is what Steve Carell's character I like, is. Uh, As he's putting mayonnaise in the toaster. I, I like it whenever they introduce uh, Brian Fontaine. And he's like, and if you're wondering, I do have a nickname for my testes. So whatever it is, like doctor or something. And I, I can't remember what he says, but he has two names for the left and right. Well, you anyway. know, sex bather at uh, 80% of the time, it works it, every time. Yeah, like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, um, dodgeball. I got that as an honorable mention. I'll oh, see, dude. Uh, I, Go I, ahead. I got, I got that as an honorable mention. Go ahead. Uh, Heartbreak Kid, honorable mention. Melon uh, Ackerman plays such a good, crazy woman. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, man, yeah. Smart comedy. Absolutely. It's not Zoolander where he's like making kissy faces at the <sighs> camera. Uh, Joe Dirt. Nah. No? I could take or leave it. Okay. It's got funny parts, so they're wrong. Uh, and I've, here's always, wh- I've always had, had, had it bad for the love interest on that. Oh, man. She's good yeah. looking yeah, she's awesome. Uh, here's one you haven't seen. Okay. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, yeah, I need to say that. John Candy. Yes, very, I was Whenever very, I was very younger, good. I was never a big John Candy fan. But, again, I've started what, – what is it I saw? Did your mom have something against big people? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> maybe there's a pattern there. Mom, do we need to talk? Uh, what, what? There was some – There was. Um, he has a metabolism problem, Mom. <laughs> Well, what was it? Uh, Uncle Buck. I just watched that yeah. for the first time like three or four years it's ago. It's good, too. Oh, fantastic. And I'm like, you know what? John Candy's a pretty funny guy. He's a pretty funny John guy. Candy had great stories behind his movies. Summer Vacation. Or Summer Rental. I'm sorry. Summer Rental is another Never great one. It. It's a good one, man. It's I think it's on Amazon Prime or Netflix, one of the two. You need to watch it. It's like an hour and a half. Now, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, that's Steve Martin, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I need to watch that one. I'm a big Steve Martin guy. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Uh, I it's like, okay. I like it. The girls. See, I've never, I never. I, I've never. I keep getting older, and the girls stay the same age. And that's like, hilarious. I mean, that's hilarious. All right, and, and all right, much, all right. Yeah, his character's hilarious. I, I think though that one is really good for like your, um, your stoner culture, I guess, quote unquote. Okay. I've never, I've never smoked marijuana, so I, I, I can't relate to that. I guess you know. I don't know that, what you're implying here, but yeah. I'm not implying anything. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I think that's why I just didn't care for it very much because okay. it does, it does. I'm going to say romanticize, glorify, whatever you want to call it, that that uh, uh, culture. And that's and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's just what people do. I just never did, so I, I can't, you know. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Wayne's World. Yeah, good stuff. Mentioned it earlier, Absolutely, but it's yeah. on. Friday. Never saw it. Really? Yeah. It's funny. Really? Debo. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, and then my last one, and it's kind of all around about uh, just Mel Brooks in general. Uh, I like Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. I like Robin Hood Men in Tights, yeah, that's a good one. Young Frankenstein, yeah. History of the World Part One. Uh, he He's the American version of um, the correct version of Monty Python. And, <laughs> and I think I've mentioned that to you before. Well, probably in the last recording. Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, Monty Python is, in my I, opinion, dude, is very I can't overrated. stand it. Very I can't overrated. stand it. Um, and I know that that turns some people off, but there's literally almost nothing about that that genre of, of films that I like about it. I just don't like I it. I kind of got to agree with you there. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, drum roll for your number one. I feel like you're so disappointed already, well, but go, because, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, buddy. Dodgeball is my number I, one. I, I didn't mean to step on your no, toes. It's, no, it's and fine. I noticed as soon as I said that, I was like, uh-oh, it's, I think this it's is. My, it's my number one uh, of all time just because, I mean, there is just so much about that movie that I just I just think is so funny and 
because again, you got you got Ben Stiller who plays the exact same character. He, he couldn't was play on, a better on, villain on heavyweights. Uh, you know the whole oh. Uh, blazer, laser, all the other tasers, and all. What that. does he say? He goes, "Cause we're better than you, and we know, and we it. know it." You know, and, I mean, and there's just good. There's just a lot of good quotes. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. You know, <laughs> I, I just, it's just, it's just good stuff. Um, what is it? Oh, uh, would it be the same without Ben Stiller? No, no. Like, so he makes the movie. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, I'm just, I'm a big Ben Stiller fan. Um, even. Even like some of his his kind of more dramatic stuff, like Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Did you ever yeah, see that? Yeah, dude, I'm I telling really you, enjoyed that. Movie I really too. think I, I swear to you, I really think that the only movie I really just can't stand it is Zoolander. I know I'm hitting it pretty hard. Yeah, that's fine. But I mean, like, there's just something about it I just don't find funny. Uh, but I mean, like, uh, what is the other one? Um, uh, I already said uh, Heartbreak Kid. What's the other one? Along Came Polly. Yeah. Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents. Meet the parents I'm sorry. Yeah. Man, that first one was really good. <laughs> Meet the Parents was the first one, I've right? got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Yeah. Oh, my Rob, gosh. Because everybody own. goes through that meeting the father for the first oh, yeah. time and stuff. It, it has to be – for everybody, it's a little bit intimidating. Sure. You know, so, man, it was perfect. It, it was a funny movie. So, Ben's – oh, Tropic Thunder, dude. Oh, I gosh. forgot about – that's an honorable mention right dude, there. Tom Cruise, man. That just – But Robert Downey Jr., man – I mean, like, oh, he, who? What are you talking I mean, about? I don't know. Yeah. See, that's another one. How did he get away with that? He's gotten away with, with it to this day. And not to mention the whole full retard conference, conversation. Oh, man, that's I know. That you, I don't feel like you That movie anymore. almost couldn't be made today. I agree. The, the way that they talk and that. So, uh, but <laughs> Tom Do- Cruise. I'm just picturing Tom Cruise as old Lester. Did you know, like, he, like – I guess I never really appreciated Tom Cruise for like all the stuff he puts into his roles. Yeah, you know I know he does all of his own stunts, which is going to kill him one day. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. he's sixty. He's nuts, is what he is. He's, he's crazy. sixty, and he's jumping across buildings and breaking his ankles running yeah. and stuff. Um, but he recommended that he has fat, hairy hands. <laughs> he's like he, he got, Ben Stiller was like, "Would you be interested in playing this role?" He's like, "If I can have fat hands," and Ben Stiller was like, "What?" <laughs> And he's like, okay. And he's like, and I want to dance. And he got to, buddy. And it was because he was taking dance lessons at the time. That's I don't so know. If, I don't know if it was for like a That's role so or something. I'm sure it was. But uh, McConaughey's in that one very briefly. And oh, he, yeah, he's in it just as much as Tom Cruise is. Of course, uh, Jack, like, Jack Did Black they not get and... you the TiVo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jack, see, you hate Jack Black too, right? Um, I've 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 kind of got a newfound appreciation for him. He's slightly overweight, so I'm sure you oh, don't like it. Him. Yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> Boy, a pot calling the kettle for me on that one. <laughs> but no, like, um, and you know, and I've recently kind of found a uh, an appreciation for Tenacious D as well. I met them one time in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. I've always heard Kyle Gass is kind of a jerk. No, he was super nice. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that. of course, we were at a record signing, so like, oh, that's well, so he has the, to be <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the whole purpose is for us to buy the record, and like, right. I still have it autographed by them. And when, when uh, my buddy uh, Chris, he. He uh, he could back then they used to uh, they might still do it but if you could get a picture with a celebrity mm-hmm. and mail it to Mad Magazine they would give you like a lifetime subscription. Oh, that's cool. And so he was like, he's like, Kyle, can I get around there and get a picture with you so I can get it for Mad Magazine? And he was like, he was smoking a cigarette. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, <laughs> he was kind of like Andy Richter, kind of yeah. like they, they remind they kinda me look of like each other. Yeah, they, they remind me of each other. Sure. And uh, so uh, he runs around the table and like he poses for the picture. This is back when like you would take the. Like, you know, oh, and like yeah. wind the camera back up or whatever. Uh, wasn't there wasn't iPhones or whatever. Right. Uh, we were, I think we were seniors in high school, and we were going to see Kid Rock, 
and they opened up for Kid Rock. Oh, and cool. And they did a record okay. signing that day, so we went and met them. Wow. Got their autographs, got pictures, and then we saw them open up for Kid Rock. And it was – Kid Rock puts on a heck of a show, too, for the guy that he is. Right. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, I like Tenacious D, and I, I – I, uh, yeah. So, anyway, my number one. Yeah, let's hear it. Drum roll. Master of comedy right here. Let's hear it. Oh, here we go. I've been a little negative about your picks. So now you're gonna <laughs> now you're gonna pick back at me. I, I get it. I need to put a drum roll. Uh, uh, there's no sound effect. Yeah. Uh, no denying this one. I don't care what anybody says. Right. Number one of all time, funniest movie of all time. Dumb <laughs> and dumber. <laughs> Um, for its time, it was also 1994, 1993, 94. I think it's 94. Um, man, just so, so stupid <laughs> that it's so, so funny. I need to watch it again. I need to watch it again. I, I mean, like, you know, Jim Carrey fell down his stairs and chipped his tooth on his desk at home, mm-hmm. and he decided that it looked funny that he kept it. Like, that's real. Wow. You know, he kept his tooth chipped for the role of Lloyd Christmas. And... Uh, just the, man, the, just the stupidity of the of the you know one of my favorite lines is like that you know uh, they're taking turns driving they're going to Colorado to that to Aspen Colorado and they're returning Mary Swanson's briefcase <laughs> okay. and she left it at the airport because her husband had been kidnapped and they thought she just accidentally left it there so he picks it up and he's like we gotta return this to her so they start across country from like I think it was Maryland. And they start from, like, Maryland all the way to Aspen, Colorado. Anyway, one of them, I can't remember who's driving, but one of them falls asleep. And the other guy just keeps, I think it was Harry fell asleep and Lloyd's driving. And he just keeps driving. He takes the wrong turn. And he goes back towards Maryland. (laughs) And as they're driving, Harry wakes up and he's like, man, where are we? He's like, oh, we're somewhere in Colorado. And he goes, man. And here's my cuss word again. He goes, that John Denver's full of shit, man. He said, I thought the Rockies would be a lot more rockier than this. <laughs> but, I mean, it's so funny. I mean, like, he puts the diarrhea medicine in his coffee. And, oh, man. It, he's like, he trades the moped for the van, or the man for the moped. And he's like, we can get 29 miles to the gallon on this hog. You know, and he's like, there's room for one more if you want to go to Aspen. Uh, uh, it's just, oh. you know, that's funny though. You mentioned in the um, the uh, Aspen not being, you know, where they were at, obviously, because that scene from the second Austin Powers movie is kind of a meta when they were driving, um, driving there by the. And he goes, "This doesn't look like he California." Says, he says, "Boy," he says, uh, "He says uh, the the uh, Italian countryside looks nothing like Southern California." Yeah, or something like that. That's pretty good. That's, pretty that's good. that humor. Yeah, like I love that. that. I love yeah, that stuff. but. It's funny too, like if you think about the eras we're talking about, uh, like Jim Carrey dominated the like mid '90s, yeah. and it created the, you know, aura or whatever that is Jim. You know, like everything he does is like gold. Oh yeah, you know, even though he's had some really crappy movies. Did you like Yes Man? Yeah, uh-huh. I did. Liar, liar. Kind of inspired me to try to be a Yes Man. For a little bit. That doesn't surprise you me. Can't you can't do it though, man. It's just not it's not healthy. It's not a healthy way to live. You should just be called positive man. Positive man. They're Have like, no fear. They're like, Colin, you can't find the negative in anything. And then you're like, <laughs> You got it. You know, like, yeah, I could I could say that. <laughs> he said but, Colin, say something negative about this movie. 
I shan't. Yeah. I am positive, like, man. Your face turns all red, and you see like a bead of sweat coming down your forehead, and you're, you're just like, Got a it vein was, popping out. I'm like, oh. Yeah, you're like, it was a little bit too short. <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't long enough, you know, or whatever. Like, you just, I, it, yeah. So, I remember, I think it was episode eight okay. that you went with me to Nashville mm-hmm. to see it. Mommy, we saw, we saw all the sequel trilogies. Together. Okay, sorry. So yeah, I mean, definitely. my bad. No, I mean, you know, but we, we made the we made the 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 journey to Mecca. Yeah, you're right. Met with, I, I just uh, I, met I forget some things. I, I forget some things. But we come out of episode eight, and I remember we met our friends Billy and Amanda down there, and we met them at the Star Wars marathon that we went to, where we went and watched all seven in one day at the mm-hmm. theater, and then and, all eight the next time, and all nine the next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. But Billy and Amanda are very, very dear friends of mine now. Uh, they like you too, Colin. Thanks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> right. I like them. Uh, but but we uh, we see them every time we go to Florida now. And uh, shout out to them. But uh, I remember Billy trying to find the good in, <laughs> in eight. Yeah. And I'm talking about like immediately after we get out of the theater. And I just remember how hard it was uh, for me. And I don't remember your reaction immediately. I want to say you were trying to be positive. Well, I tried to. I mean, like, like to me, the only real, and it's not to get too dorky, but the only real redeeming factors to eight was the uh, hold low maneuver. I thought that was a really neat sequence. It broke. It broke the entire the what franchise. The hold low maneuver when she hyperspaced through that stuff. Oh, um, <laughs> it broke the franchise. And then I well, and then um, the Battle of Crate when they were on the ski speeders with the dust and everything. That's a really cool. It's pretty uh, neat. It's that's pretty a really neat. cool ride at Disney World now. Like when they Star have, Tours. Yeah, you go to Crate. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and like it, the windshield wipers and stuff. Anyway, you had to go to see what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so Mr. Positive, positive, positive man. man. Yeah, and then like you're on the front cover like this. I'm just know? glad you gave me the man moniker. I have, you know, I'm, I'm not insulting. Positive boy. No, I'm not. I'm not insulting you. I just well, you some of your much. choices are not so great, but oh, you know, know, that's that goes with a lot. I'm people probably don't. Some of my people don't like my stuff, you know. But and then I'll get like, I can't believe you left this out, you know that, True. you know that kind of thing. And then of course we do the tag along episodes to the Game of Thrones. I get I get beaten to death by Chandler <laughs> for that because I'll say somebody's name wrong or tell them they're from a different country or some crap like that, and he'll be like, "Do you even watch the show?" You know. So uh, anyway. Uh, that's it for us. I yeah. think that's a good enough episode there with a little extra talk in between and some seriousness, some funny. And uh, if you, uh, this is where it's getting pretty serious, guys. Uh, if if you guys want a topic, let us know. Yeah. And I mean, not, you can do that verbally, but Colin would really like that technologically. The PM uh, or the email or the DM the, or all the, the, the M's. PMs, the DMs, the slide into his DMs yeah. and give him a give him a little feedback and you know keep sending those uh, negative emails <laughs> where <laughs> I'll do better on my responses. He's so, got to uh, I mean personally you're representing both of us I'd like for I you know. to I'd I, like for I, you to be a little bit more personal. I figured it was your your work buddy so I thought it'd be funny and it was it was funny. It felt we we had a good laugh about flat. it. But at the same time as soon as they did they all got the same one they were just like what the All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to hurt their feelings. I'll try to do better. You didn't next hurt time. their feelings. We we had a laugh about it. So anyway, uh, but I have gotten so many people text me and they go, "I want to write Colin an email so bad." Do and it, I'm, and, I, and I'm telling them to. Please, but please, at that please. point, I guess they just think I'm going to tell you. Oh. You know. So 
And that and that is the downfall of talking to people mm-hmm. is that they just talk to you and say, "Here's an idea," and I'm like, "No, no, 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 I'm going to forget what you're saying. You need to write it to us." So it is very important that you write uh, either a message on, hey, and get on Apple. Uh, the guys that listen to it on Apple Podcasts, get on there and write us a review, uh, give us a star rating, you know that kind of thing. It'll help us out. Uh, Colin's trying to get uh, some advertisements for us to maybe you know, make a little change here, <laughs> you know, but I mean, anyway, uh, well, I've always said, you know, anybody asked me, why are you guys doing this? And, and, uh, and that's and all my response has always been, I mean, you know, I mean, absolutely worst case scenario. Uh, I get to, I get to record, come here every week and, uh, and record, you know, an hour or so worth of content with my buddy and we have a good time doing it. You I'll know? have a blast. And, and best case scenario, I get to retire next week. So, uh, you know, I mean, if, if we don't ever make any money at this thing, who cares? You know, no, that's, we've yeah, had a lot of fun doing it. We enjoy doing it. We hope you guys enjoy listening to us. I've, I've gotten a lot of feedback saying that, you know, they feel like we're here. They're here with us in the room. In our, that's very complimenting. Know. I think so, too. I, I really like I the so fact too. that uh, we do have such a conversation, such a chemistry where – uh, you know, all of our Best Buy buddies and stuff have told us it feels like I'm literally sitting in the room with y'all again. Yeah. Uh, and that's comforting and, and, and very complimentary, and I like that a lot. So, uh, yeah, keep that up. Keep up the keep up the comments to us uh, again. But I, I'm having a blast doing it, too, and I don't care if I ever make a dime on it. We were just saying that, yeah. though, you know. Uh, but, and, then, um, and then one other thing um, I feel like I need to address here. A few weeks ago, you guys might have noticed that we have uh, replaced the – Beach picture for our podcast <laughs> with um, some some uh, uh, Leonardo da Vinci art. Um, just a little bit of background on that. So when we were workshopping ideas on what to put our podcast picture for, I was like, man, you know what would be great is if I had like half my face on part of the picture and half your face on the other half. And then like the microphone standing up in the middle or something. Well, of course, Ben wasn't really understanding it over text message. So I uh, decided just to draw him a little doodle with my finger on my phone. <laughs> and uh, and that became our new artwork. So uh, enjoy that while it lasts. It um, is a joke, by yeah, the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't it's think not it's good. serious. Yeah, we don't think it's good, given by all the periods after each one of the words <laughs> and all that. So we're just trying to be dumb. But um, but anyway, so that's that's where all that came from. I didn't want anybody thinking we were like, oh yeah, this is going to be this is some grade A stuff here. Uh, but anyway, no. Again, thank you guys so much for sticking with us this long, and uh, and we really do hope to keep entertaining you. Um, and like I, like I said at the beginning of the episode, really, I am 100% open to any kind of feedback, notes, ideas, questions, anything you guys want us to talk about, anything you want us to discuss, to rethink, whatever. Please don't hesitate to let us know. Uh, even if you guys are just sitting there and just bash the tar out of us, I want to hear it. I'm, I mean it. I mean it. Everybody has a valid opinion, and um, just expect vengeance from me if you talk bad about me. Yeah, Ben won't. Ben won't take it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, and I'll, and I'll probably cry myself to sleep. But, uh, but you know, don't let that hold you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, even in the, even with him asking for negative comments, he's even finding the positive in that. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> so you know. there you go. Positive but, uh, man. But anyway, no, thanks again for joining us. We hope to see you back next week. Um, I guess we'll have a House of the Dragon episode coming up. Um, but anyway, in the meantime, uh, see you then. Hope you all have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.